The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, this is Brooke Powers, Vice President at The 131 Method. And today I am reading you a review entitled So Great by Ms. Margie1116. Episode 460 was phenomenal. I loved hearing how to maneuver a low-carb diet from the perspective of someone who's battled an eating disorder. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show, Car Smart Friday. Put your seatbelt on. Today we're talking about how you can learn to measure your progress. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. I don't know that I've ever shared this before, and maybe it's because... It's very personal. It's how Brett and I measure our progress, but it's not what we've always done. In fact, in the past, I really didn't know how to assess whether I was doing well or not. Yeah, I mean, I set goals, that's for sure. But oftentimes my goals were like around a certain amount of money or acquiring a certain amount of things notoriety, right? Like I wanted people to know about my programs when I created them for health clubs. So whenever I would reach a particular goal, like let's say a financial marker, I would get there and then wonder why I felt so empty or why I felt worse or why I felt more stress. That's because I knew how to set goals. I didn't really know how to measure them. I mean, I didn't know how to measure them. I would hit the goal, but I didn't know how to set goals or how to measure my own progress in ways other than just things. So I'm gonna share with you that mathematical equation and it works. And again, I don't know that I've ever talked about this before, but before this equation, and it's really like a mathematical equation before, you can make it work for you. The first step is you have to not just like have heard this concept, you have to accept and believe and understand that it is pointless to use other people's outward progress or even to use fuzzy goals to measure where you should be. Now, in a previous episode, I'll link to it below, I talked about how comparison can be a good thing. But with all things that are good, there's always a bad side and there's definitely negative ways that you can use comparison. But I also believe there's really positive ways to use comparisons. But one that is not useful is looking at what others have and using yourself and measuring where you are against where they are. That isn't usually a useful way to use comparison. It can be detrimental, as a matter of fact. The way that it's most useful, the way that this equation is going to work, is only if you look at your current life and what it is you want to feel, not just what you want to have. And you've got to use what it is 
where you are and what it is you want to feel and use that as a benchmark for how it is you want to improve your life. And you can apply this to absolutely any area. So for a moment, just think about your current financial status. And now rather than thinking about a specific amount or what someone else's financial status looks like from the outside, I just want you to sit for a moment and wonder or think, give yourself permission to dream or daydream about what you want to feel when you think about your financial situation. Like, what do you want to feel? Do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel significant? Do you want to feel abundance? Do you want to feel contentment? Do you want to feel well taken care of? Like, just think about the feelings. Do you want to feel a sense of peace? Do you want to feel a sense of competition? Like, there's no right or wrong answer, but think about the feeling that you desire when it comes to your financial situation. And you can do this for other areas. Consider what you would want to feel when you think about your home, where you live, your environment. What feelings would you like to experience? Not what the home needs to look like, but what would you want to feel? And you can do this for absolutely any area of your life. But the idea of having an area or many areas you want to improve, it's a good thing. It doesn't mean that your life isn't great. It doesn't mean that you're doing poorly. And it does not mean that you are ungrateful for all the things you have right now. It does not mean that you don't recognize all the blessings in your life right now. In fact, the desire to improve things simply means that you're alive. You're not a pawn. You take responsibilities for your life. You know, and that's huge because most people, they don't. They think they are. But really what's happening is they're reacting to the tide. Like whatever happens around them or to them, they just react to it. They're not steering the boat they're just they're in the boat in the ocean and you know they're they think that they are in control because they've hunkered down to survive the waves and the tides and wherever the tide takes them they just go with it you know they submit but they're not directing the course but when we decide that we want to improve like any area of our life what's really important is that you stop using other people's status or things even as motivation and that's what we had to do. We had to learn how to do that. And it starts with thinking about what I wanted to feel. So here's the equation. This is what we use to measure our success and our progress, I should say. So we take our net income, which is our, you know, what's left over after everything else has been paid out, including taxes. And we divide that by the number of hours we've worked this year or this month. And then we'll multiply that by the amount of time that we get to spend doing what we love. Now, there's another really important thing I want you to look at because oftentimes people will say, I'm doing what I love, I just don't love the way that I'm doing it. Well, any hour that you spend not loving the way that you're doing it, you can't count that hour. It's the hours that you love doing what you're doing and you love the way that you're doing it. So for example, this is something I love doing. I would count this time with you as something I love. It's therapeutic for me. It helps me to connect with you. It makes me feel significant to know that I can help someone. It makes me feel more self-aware to work through these things. Just, you know, 
speaking to you in my car helps me to work through my own thoughts and processes and it helps me to be a better human it helps me to help other people and I love being in my car by myself and thinking through things. So right now, I would count this time, all time that I spend doing a podcast, I would count unless, here's an example of an hour that I wouldn't be able to count if I was doing an interview with someone who I didn't necessarily like or if I were scheduled and I had to do an interview for someone else and I didn't like the direction of the interview or if I didn't care for the person who was interviewing me like the podcast that I was going to be on and I didn't necessarily support them and I felt that they didn't understand my message and you know if it was uncomfortable and it was scheduled at a time when I wanted to do things with my family I wouldn't be able to count that hour I also believe that not only should you count hours or do we count hours doing things that we love but they are with the people that we want to do them with and on our own time frame like it's when I wanted to do it as well. I'm trying to think of other examples where I might be doing something that I love, but I can't count it because it wasn't the way I would want to do it or it didn't align with my own beliefs. I believe I'm happiest when I'm using my gift, like my thing. My thing is to teach. My thing is to take really complicated processes, things that are processes or processes processes. I don't know, but when I mispronounce a word, I do know this. People write a negative review about it. I'm not even joking. There's one person who just went off because I kept mispronouncing a word. So my apologies if it's processes or process. I don't know. Please don't write a negative review. That's that's not nice. You should write nice reviews. Nice people write nice reviews. By the way, thanks for doing that, you guys. I really appreciate it. That's why we start the show with them because I want you to know how much I love it. By the way, I interrupt this CarSmart edition to give you a public service announcement. Some people might call this an ad. I'm going to call it a public service announcement. It is Fabletics. Now, the reason why I got on Fabletics is because of y'all. So I asked you guys what you thought of them because I kept seeing them on Pinterest. And I was like, yeah, that price seems so low. Are they cheap? Are they any good? Do you know what I mean? And I asked my social media following and you guys on Instagram were like, oh, Chalene, you're going to die. They're so good. So I ordered them and I got a you know bunch of pairs and I was blown away. And then I said to Brett, let's see if we can't, you know, hook everybody else up who listens to the podcast and spread the love. So that's what we've done. I'm happy to announce that Fabletics is a sponsor of the show. Love them. And I'm wearing a pair right freaking now. I'm telling you. And in fact, when I was at the gym, a gal walked in. I'm like, are those Fabletics? And she's like, yes. And it's funny how people are like, you almost say it. I don't know why. I guess because most everyone has the same impression because we've seen them advertised on Pinterest, etc. And we just wondered, are they any good? Because the discounts are so deep that you just wonder, like, how could a pair of yoga pants that are half the price of what you're going to pay at, you know, the places, how can they be as good? Well, they're they're not. They're better than. Anyways, you got to check them out. Here's the deal. Two pairs for $24 when you are a new user, a new customer. So you just go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen, fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen to grab your two pairs for $24. And I'm telling you, the discounts are huge. You definitely want to become a VIP member. You're going to love all of their Fablex. My favorite are the, the, I think they're called power holds. Yeah. 
I think that's what they're called. But I love their high-waisted ones. I like the ones with the pockets on the side. I think they're called Solar. Solar. But it's ridiculous how many pairs I've ordered. And I've donated all of my other leggings from the expensive places. Because I just think these fit better. And they're nicer quality. And they're softer. And they're like... Like major compression, you won't have that issue with bending over or like seeing dimples and imperfections. I mean, not that you have any imperfections, but you know what I'm saying. You're gonna love them. They're really that good. I swear. So go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen and let me know what you think. Anyways, back to purpose. I believe we have countless purposes, you know, and when we know who we are and what our thing is, then we can step into those, you know, those purposes and your purpose changes throughout your life. Every time you go through a difficult season, every time there's a change in your life, you are often presented with an opportunity to live with purpose, to help others. If you struggle with knowing your purpose, I've created a little questionnaire that I take my students through. And recently, I asked my Instagram followers, what is it that prevents you from like starting a business or creating additional income, changing your circumstances, doing more, like living a purpose-driven life? And I was shocked to find out that almost 80% of my audience, I think it was something like 78% when the final tally came in, 78% of people said, I don't know what my thing is. I don't know what makes me unique. I don't know what's special that I have to offer. And to me, that's sad because every single person has something unique to offer. You have a gift. You have your thing. There is something that is your thing. But we're often so close to it that we don't even see it. And it's like right under your nose. And we went through this exercise as a staff this week. It was really cool. So at our Thursday afternoon meeting, we were talking about that survey on Instagram and how so many people don't know what their thing is. And and so I said, okay, everyone, take out a piece of paper and let's write down each person's name who works here, right? So everyone on the team, the Team Johnson team, we wrote down every person's name. And I said, next to their name, I want you to write down something that you would love to learn from them. Like if they were to just like start with something just to figure out, to begin to figure out their thing. What is something that you would love to learn from them? Something that you see is there that they do uniquely well. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, the reason why you were put on this planet, but just something that they do uniquely well, something that you could learn from them, something that's like their thing right now. And each one of us, we filled it out for each person who is sitting around the table so quickly And then we went around the table and we started like, okay, Irene, let's start with Irene. And then everyone in the room said, I would want to learn this from Irene. I would want to learn this from Irene. Irene is great at this. And there were, you know, maybe four or five overlapping answers, but there were lots of unique answers too, which just goes to show that you don't just have one thing that makes you unique. There isn't just one thing that people want to learn from you. You don't just have, you know, one way that you can serve others. You just have to pick one. So I've created this questionnaire that we've always used with our Marketing Impact Academy students. It's one of the first things that I have people do, even those people who are like, no, I know my business. I'm just, you know, a part of this program with you, Shaleen, because I want you to help me grow my existing business, which is great. But ultimately, I don't think it's success in business that makes people truly happy. I believe it is serving others and like waking up and knowing this is my thing. I'm living and doing my thing. 
And there's so many alternative ways, alternative sources of income that can be like just additional side income. It doesn't even have to be a full-time thing. And I try to help people to see that, to really fully be aware of who you are and what you've been through. And that's how you, it's also how you become authentic. Like to be authentic, you have to know who you are and who you are not. You have to know what you like and what you don't like. You have to know your boundaries. You have to know your worth. And so I take people through this questionnaire and I want to share it with you too so that you can see with clarity by going through this what so many others see so clearly when they think of you. Other people know your thing, but I want to help you to see it. So you can download this. You just go to shaleen.com forward slash my thing forward slash my thing. And it's a questionnaire. And I think you'll have fun filling it out. And I want you to answer it as honestly as possible. And, you know, I'm going to give you a little warning. Some people have said it stirs up emotion. Sometimes it's happy emotions like pride, the realization that you have done a lot already, the, the recognition, the acknowledgement of the things that you've been through and you've conquered and you've succeeded. Like for so many of you, you just need to do this to give yourself a pat on the back and to realize you're pretty freaking awesome. And it's important because if you want to use this equation, the equation that Brett and I use, it is really important that you understand what it is about you, what it is about you that brings you joy, that makes you feel complete, that allows you to, when you're doing this thing, to know that this is like, this is your gift. Like this is how you help others and it's what's special. So I hope that you'll download that, especially if you want to use this equation. So again, that equation is you take your net income at the end of the year or at the end of the month, at the end of the week. You can do this in shorter increments if you want. And then you divide that by the total number of hours that you've worked. And then you multiply that by the time that you were able to spend doing what you love. And I don't just mean work-wise. So if you're able to just sit and meditate or go to the park and watch your kids play, or if you love dinner with your family and cooking for them and sitting at the table and that's time that you love what you're doing, you add up all of those hours. So it might even be easiest to start this on kind of a weekly basis, you know, so you don't have too many hours to add up. And you take that and the goal here is to increase the first number and the last number. You want to increase your net income, decrease the number of hours that you've worked and increase the number of hours that you spend doing what you love. And when we're doing things that we love, when we're using our gifts, when we're living God's purpose, you just feel a deep sense of peace, like everything is right with the world. But this benchmark that Brett and I use, it just, for us, it's just, it's personal. Like, so your equation might be different. I don't mean to suggest that you have to use our equation. Like maybe yours is your net income divided by the number of hours worked times the amount of toys that you have or your investments or how significant you feel or the number of likes that you have or the number of followers or whatever it is. It should be very personal to you. I just share our own benchmark because this has allowed us to look at our own success and to figure out how we need to improve. And here's the other thing it's done. It's completely extinguished feelings 
of jealousy or comparison. I no longer feel inadequate. I no longer feel pressure. It strengthens my resolve and my boundaries. Like, so, you know, I should do an episode about boundaries too. It's just like really knowing what you should say yes to and what you should say no to. And if I didn't know who I was and what my thing is, I don't know that I would be able to confidently maintain my boundaries. Because the thing with boundaries is, it's not usually that people are overstepping your boundaries, it's that you've not established them. So certain people make you feel uncomfortable and they go too far because you didn't even know where those boundaries were. This formula isn't just for people who, you know, sit in the boat and let the tide sweep them from side to side and they're really good at just surviving whatever the ocean throws their way. Like this formula is for people who they know where they wanna go. They know they want to steer the boat. I did not say that this is easy, but it is simple and you should try it because you are meant for amazing things, great things. And you should feel all those feelings that you desire. You should feel that. You shouldn't feel anxiety and stress and worry. Your life shouldn't be in upheaval. But when it is, you've got to do things differently. You've got to take pen to paper. You've got to answer some uncomfortable questions sometimes. You've got to do the real work to understand who you are and what you want and what makes you unique. You need to know your thing. And then you need to develop a plan to accomplish, to acquire, to have more of that feeling. Not more of the things, but more of that feeling. And sometimes, yeah, having things helps you to feel that way. But more often than not, you're just going to make better decisions. And when you do that, it's like the universe starts to work in your favor. Like God wants your best and your highest. You have to believe that. He favors you. But he also wants you to do the work. You have to do the work. I did not say this is easy. But it is simple. So do the work. Because you're worth it. I love you. I mean it. I really do. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and don't forget to download that. It's in the show notes right now. So before you hit end on this podcast, just swipe up on the artwork and below, usually that it depends on what player you're listening to this podcast on. But usually if you just swipe up, you'll see below the episode, there's some notes there. I've got my social media following, how to reach us, other podcasts. Like it's pretty handy dandy. You should check out the show notes and you'll see a link right there for you to download that questionnaire to help you figure out what your thing is. And I hope you will.